On this episode of The Inches, I recap the USL Winter Summit meetings, give a great recommendation for an awesome sports bar in Tampa, and I'm going to dive into how you can give brand managers the cover they need in presenting your new digital packages with the shift to digital and sports sponsorship. Hey, Sports World, Nick Lawson here, co-founder of Squad Sports and your host for The Inches, a podcast that looks at how digital and the shift toward digital is shaping the sports sponsorship as well as sports marketing world. Well, last week I was in Tampa at the uh, USL uh, Winter Summit meetings. Uh, it was a blast. Uh, great teams. I'm really excited about where that league is going and what those teams are thinking about, especially on the digital side. Uh, for those of you who don't know, USL is the Tier 2, or, you know, usually minor league affiliates to MLS teams. Um, in fact, a few of them are, or a few of those teams during the conference were, had half their team pushing uh, to the committee to push for MLS, um, I guess, relegation in that sense. Um, so really exciting times in that league, but what I'm really excited about is just how the entire league and all the teams are really thinking about digital. Um, you know, Matt does a great job there, uh, who, you know, we, we know and does a great job on digital. They're really thinking about linking social media things together and making digital a real forefront for pushing those teams forward. Uh, not really seen in that, I wouldn't call it lower level, but that non-top tier uh, level of, of competition like an MLS. So really exciting things there. And really as a, you know, not top tier, and I don't mean that in not top tier of organization, but obviously MLS and USL, when you're at that second tier uh, or tier two of teams, um, it's very, very important. In fact, um, it's vital that you really grab onto digital like these teams are and have that be a part of your overall, overall strategy. That is the key. That's how they win. Uh, you will see a lot of USL teams become known nationwide, even though they're tier two, because they're thinking about where the attention is. So again, really excited in that league, what the teams in the league are thinking about, uh, as opposed to you know some of the other ones that we've gone to conferences and chatted with. So really excited on that forefront. We also were able to meet up with a great company, uh, Block Barty Suites. Um, two guys in particular, Weston and Eli, great guys, great company. Basically what they do is they take uh, old shipping containers, turn them into beer gardens, tailgates, um, really awesome stuff, great for any experiential stuff. Uh, so shout out to those guys. Uh, I really like that concept and like where they're going uh, within that. They'll be doing the Cotton Bowl uh, New Year's Day, so I believe Cotton Bowl is New Year's Day. Um, so that's really exciting. If you're at the Cotton Bowl, definitely go check that out. Um, which brings me to my bar recommendation uh, for a sports bar in Tampa. Uh, and I believe it's Franklin Street. It goes straight up and down the middle. It's right downtown. It's called Hat Tricks. Uh, great Wings, Tampa Bay Lightning Bar. Um, so the games are on. The great atmosphere there. It's always packed. Uh, very lively. And the beer selection, being a guy from Portland, uh, great beer selection. So make sure if you're in Tampa, check that out if you're a sports fan uh, and enjoy that atmosphere as well. Diving in today, and this is a really interesting part of um, of what we're seeing with clients daily and talking with teams daily, and this came up a little bit at the USL meetings, but really seeing it with our current clients right now, 
um, there's a common theme popping up and really a common problem on the sponsorship side. Uh, and today we're going to talk about um, sort of the brand manager's role in that, what the brand manager dilemma is, what are they in a dilemma when deciding whether to go for your sponsorship package or another advertising piece, and then some tactics on how we can really change that. So that's kind of what we're looking at uh, in this episode. I'll start off with, you know, just overall the brand manager's dilemma. Um, first, as a brand manager, you have so many places to go with your sponsorship dollars or your advertising dollars. And again, Facebook, digital, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, these are all where the attention is and the amount of tools that you can use to target them or target your customers and the ROI is huge. And in fact, the cost of each one of those platforms is very, very, very cheap for how much attention you're getting. Uh, it's massively underpriced. So bringing this back to the dilemma, when you're a brand manager and what we're seeing with some of our teams talking to brand managers is they have a decision to make. Do I continue to sponsor this team and do a lucky row type of uh, sponsorship and give out free product and pay that money? Or do I go to something where I can really see the results driven to my website to sales on social media? Now, what we're seeing is brand managers, especially sort of new ones coming in, are saying, no, let's pull out of that. Let's take that fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars that we're spending there and let's move it over to a social side. That uh, is a huge problem in sports sponsorship. That is uh, going to cause brand managers, even though they want to sponsor, you know, sports sponsorship is exciting. Uh, it's awesome. You get some, some ticket comps. You get to be able to say you're with a great brand. The content is really exciting. So with that, uh, these brand managers want to sponsor that excitement, but they're being put into a position where to be honest, Facebook ads right now are just making way more sense on the digital side. So that's kind of the, the dilemma that these brand managers are having. On the flip side, what we can do uh, on the sports sponsorship side uh, is give them some cover. And when I say give them some cover, uh, as they're looking at different ways to advertise and they really want to push toward yours uh, as a way to advertise um, their brand, their product, um, how can we give them the tools they need to be able to go to their bosses or justify this spend and not spend on that Facebook side? And really the, the, the answer is, is pretty easy from a macro level. On a macro level, uh, the, the overall thing is just to infuse those digital options into what you're already offering and sort of make that package, I would say, better because you have the excitement of what's happening in game and you can mix that with the, you know, the tools and the attention of digital. So if we, just a quick sort of uh, example for that tactically on a, on a micro level, um, doing a lucky row with your sponsor, handing out that product, but then having everybody in that lucky row sort of take a selfie with you know, the team account and be able to tag them, send that out, and then take that content and target it to where they need to be targeted. That's kind of how really the shift on the easiest level, the shift kind of needs to be put. You need to be able to have the brand manager be able to say, hey, I'm going to 
look at this because it's exciting, it reaches my digital goals, and it reaches my ROI goals as well. Now really quickly, I want to highlight a key point and something you're definitely going to want to bring into your meetings, uh, which is the easier part. You know, for brand managers creating content, content that pulls people in, content um, that drives them to make decisions, those real stories that they're telling, um, that uh, is a whole process. It takes a content manager, it takes somebody creating it, shooting it, doing whatever. The most beautiful thing about what we have in sports is the content is already there. Our games are our content. Content creation then for them becomes a very easy and non-time consuming asset on that end. So instead of having to create a Facebook targeted ad and create you know, the video that goes with it and hire out to an agency and do all these things, what the teams have to are able to do with your package if you're adding this digital is save time on that content creation so i think that's a key thing that you know sometimes we forget but that's just going to you know make their job extremely easier for the brand manager who's really looking at uh, this piece and again you're trying to create cover for them you're trying to give them all the reasons why it is a smarter deal to go through your package as opposed to somebody else's package uh, or as opposed to going through creating their own content and putting it on social. So making it easier is really a big thing there. Now sort of diving into tactically. Um, tactically again we need to take these digital components and fuse them into some of the stuff we're already doing. Um, fuse them into some of the things we already have set up so that uh, you can reach both sides and there's not a huge more amount of work on on you uh, on, on that side. You obviously don't want to overload your side uh, with a massive amount of work uh, to, to link things in. So, you know, tactically just a few, I've written down here a few quick sort of ideas going in. Uh, say you have a car dealer partner uh, and you have some great content, whether that's going to be, you know, a behind the scenes or, you know, a goal cam or whether that's going to be, you know, a little mini-series that looks at your players. Being able to take that um, and go to your dealer and say, hey, here's your content, your logo's on it, but here's also what we're going to do. We're going to take that content, we're going to put it on Facebook, Instagram, maybe Twitter, but Facebook and Instagram is really where the cheaper amount of, um, of, of advertising is. And not only are on our side, we're going to target the 18 through 35, the families, you know, whatever your city demographic is. Portland's very interesting in its demographic to where, um, you know, there's Nike, Adidas, Columbia employees, so there's a lot of outdoors. Uh, the craft brew sort of, I guess, community there is huge. Uh, and then there's just a lot of young people that have moved into the city. So understanding those dynamics are obviously key in targeting, but being able to then on the flip side, go to the dealer and say, hey, I'm also going to add in these targets. I'm going to add in the targets of people who have bought a car in the last two years, right? Or people who have bought, um, you know, a similar brand in the last two years, or people who have bought tires in the last two years. And doing some of those behavioral and interests around what they need as well. What you've done there is just been able to, again, double up on what you can offer. You can offer the content and the targeting they need that can lead directly to sales. So this is how we kind of have to think about 
sort of uh, the digital side, taking what we're doing on content and mixing it with what we're also doing or what's working on digital and what's appealing on digital side. Now moving away a little bit from social media, obviously social media is the easier one, the targeting is easier there. <clears throat> I think a big thing is to um, look at the in-stadium activation as well. And this is what we do a lot day-to-day -day, um, You know, with our clients. We do a lot of in-stadium, out-of-stadium, at-home activations, fantasy games, scoreboard games, things like that. But being able to, while in the stadium, capture fans as they're looking at their phone which is huge, which is key, which is clutch, um, and where the attention is in the last sort of rant podcast episode in the first one, one of the points I made is 20% of the time in your stadium is spent staring at a phone screen. Thinking of ways that you can not only capture them outside and pull them into your brand, but while they're in your building, maximize that digital time and that digital attention. So, you know, we do some great trivia games that are able to capture that attention bring fans you know, into the fold during those TV timeouts and have them focusing on your brand and not somebody else's because if you aren't capturing them there, somebody else is in your own building. So that's another thing to really think about and it doesn't have to be you know, a, a real intense sort of thing. It could be you know, an Instagram post that says, guess the next goal. It could be a scoreboard thing that says, hey, check out the highlights on your phone as well by going to this link. But linking that in stadium uh, pulls it in real time, makes it more exciting, and is going to be very, very attractive to brand managers because you're capturing those brand advocates in an exciting, real-time, experiential place. Um, so not only on the social side are you mixing that, but let's mix some of these things like guessing, you know, guessing where the ball under the hat is and bringing that back into the phone where the attention is and then on the backside, being able to collect some of that data that you can then go back to social media and retarget some of those pieces, right? Um, bringing that ecosystem into full form will be able to give you really a robust offering in a whole new side of your inventory that you can offer to partners. And really, that's kind of the key. And, you know, and, I've, and I said this a little bit in the last podcast, but that is the game. Being able to sort of fuse that digital into what you're offering, open new exciting inventory um, so that you can go to your partners, um, show them it, and your partners, um, brand managers, have the ability to have some cover, like I said. Have the ability to say, hey, uh, I saw you are looking at digital. We know it's where you want to go. We know it's where attention is going. We've taken what we've already offered last season. We've put a digital piece onto it. I think it can do very well. Now the brand manager has uh, sort of the tools he needs to easily say yes himself because it makes way more sense or be able to present this to his you know company and it make a ton a ton of sense and I really want to kind of drive this home just to end this um, and this is just overall on the digital side this isn't a something thing that you know you look at toward next season the season after the season after you say hey look big teams do that I don't do this um, this is something that if you're not doing it today and if you're not taking those steps forward, you will see your brand dollars leave. And we're already starting to see it with you know teams we're talking to, some of our even clients, that if you're not making this shift, they will go somewhere else. They have a better option. It's like when TV commercials came out compared to billboard signs right uh, on the highway. Are billboard signs used? Yes. When was the last time you bought something from a billboard sign? 
really in the 90s and 2000s on TV, in early 2000s, on TV, you bought something from a commercial. Now today, when was the last time you bought something on a commercial? Very rarely, right? Now, with how easy it is on e-commerce, brands are looking for that digital side. If you're not offering this, they're gonna go somewhere else. And I can't you know, emphasize this enough. The teams that do this will win. They'll be the market leaders, They'll get a five-month, six-month jump on this before every other team figures it out and the slow team's slow to adopt. Um, you know, you have the ability to adapt with the market. Understanding the market dynamics that are happening right now, adapt with it and get that jump while attention is very underpriced on this side of things. Um, and giving, again, the brand managers the cover in the meantime so you can go earn more sales. So this is really key. Uh, I hope that this episode has you thinking about different ways to say, hey, look, this is my inventory that I'm offering today. How can I go and totally rethink it by adding a digital side so that with brand renewals coming up, which, you know, first of the year is usually when those renewal talks are going to be talked about for, you know, 2018, 20, or 2019, 2020. Um, being able to really impress those brand managers, those the people who are controlling those dollars by going in and offering them something that they've either been looking for or they haven't been looking for because they're not too tech savvy, but this makes total sense. What a great way to jump into this with somebody that can help nudge them along that way. So again, really look at this, really focus on this. Uh, I'm really excited about sort of the applications here and seeing teams shift to this. There's already some great teams doing these shifts. The main point is today, look at it, see what you can do, find that inventory and have that meeting today with your sponsorship people. That's it for the inches. We always end the inches with some quick shout outs to our teams uh, that have some games coming up this week. Big one with Oregon Ducks and their Vegas Bowl, their bowl game against Boise State. Should be an awesome game. Make sure you tune in to ESPN or if you're heading down to Las Vegas, check that out. We have the New York Knicks clashing with the Thunder as Melo turn, returns to the Garden. That's going to be a really exciting game. Charlotte Checkers are taking on Lavelle Rockets in AHL action at Bojangles there in Charlotte, North Carolina. Really exciting. We have two clients battling it out in Portland. Uh, the Portland Winterhawks are taking on Spokane Chiefs in VMC action uh, for WHL American Division action. Should be really exciting. If you're in any of those areas, make sure you go check out their game experiences. They all put on great game experiences, and they all have great digital uh, with the help of us. Thanks so much for listening to Inches. Until next week, see you later. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening for this episode of The Inches. Again, really excited about diving into this sort of idea or this what's happening in the market of this shift towards digital I'd love to have anybody in the industry who has some experience here, has something to say, or just like to kind of jump on the podcast and have conversations um, with us to really build this um, conversation that's going to be really important in the next few years. If you're interested, make sure you go to www.squadapp.co, S-Q-W-A-D-A-P-P.co backslash the inches and fill out the content form or the contact form on the bottom shoot us a message. We'd love to have you on. We'd love to have a great range of people to talk to. We'll get you on here uh, and have a great conversation. In the meantime, tell your friends about this podcast. Make sure you're sharing it. And we really appreciate the support.